A Syracuse Sports Center starts now. Good morning, I'm Joe Salzon. The Yankees lose to the Phillies 3-0. The Yankees managed just four hits, all singles. The Yankees had won nine out of 13 entering play last night. They get a day off before a big weekend set with the Red Sox. Meanwhile, the Mets lost to the Pirates 5-3. Pittsburgh scored four in the ninth as the Mets blew a 3-1 lead. Zach Wheeler pitched well in the loss, striking out seven in seven shutout innings. Mets have now lost eight out of their last nine games. End of the World Cup, Senegal versus Colombia, Japan versus Poland getting underway now. Later today, England will take on Belgium. Both teams have already secured their spot in the knockout stage. I'm Joe Salzone. The Daniel Baldwin Show starts now. Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Wow. See, again, out the gate, so we're, we're, we're listening to the uh, expanded introduction to the big show. Blah! What was I thinking? I didn't clear my throat. Um, and, and, and of course, Pauly has to throw in. Got to repeat your line. Beggars can't be choosers. Beggar oh, can't, wow. Beggars can't be choosers because when I was at the Jim Kelly, I went and got some celebrity friends to add in to the introduction of the show. The show that, by the way, that Paulie called stupid uh, last week and is in some real hot water with my wife over that. I'm trying to reach uh, Paulie's new boss, um, not the great Ed Levine, but uh, my brother Alec. <laughs> Why uh, you got to blow up my friendship? Why, 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 <laughs> you, that's a family. We take it as a family. That's a family attack, what you said. Co- I, see, you're gonna, you're taking it completely out of context. Why uh, I call it Look at him try to stupid. backpedal now when he thinks he's going to lose Alec. Look at him. I mean, you're going to need to make a good case for yourself. Huh? Yeah. We have the audio of me calling Oh, I want to get him on uh, uh, and see what he's got. But speaking of blowing it, did you are you watching any of the College World Series? Oh, that was awesome. Oh, my God. So Arkansas is an out away mm-hmm. from winning it all. It's over. Mm-hmm. you got to win two out of three. And a pop fly in foul territory falls between the first baseman, the right fielder, and the second baseman. And it was easily catchable by any of the three. And they, they it was one of those, you got it, you got it, you got it, and no one got it. Oh, no. And, and Oregon State rallies and ends up a three-run homer and, and wins the game. You learn that in Little League. You call it. Well, so 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 so, the right fielder is coming in, the second baseman. And first, first of all, the first baseman's out of the equation. He's considered the least of the fielders, I would imagine. And there, I believe that's a right fielder's it's a ball. Right coming fielder's in. ball for sure, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, that's what I think. Uh, and and while they look, and sure enough, one of those. Well, that might come back to haunt them. You know what I mean? When you hear the announcers <laughs> say that, and wham, Oregon State's back in the game. And I, I'm actually pulling for Oregon State, so I was very happy. But how do you noon in that? How do you how do you let that ball drop? I don't know. The second baseman overran it. Well, that's so, but I, know, our exact point. You were reminded by why it's the right fielder's ball. He's got a clearer run at it. Um, but it was embarrassing, and I feel bad for him. And if they lose now after that, can you imagine? They got one more game tonight. 
So. You know what? And and I believe Oregon State isn't that the team that has the pitcher, the guy's like a was had pedophile charges against him. He's the best pitcher. <laughs> he is. I don't know. Google it. <laughs> what Google are we looking? At? Oregon El- State pedophile pitcher. <laughs> put, that in, <laughs> put that in. But it was some weird thing when he. Yeah, and there was all this. Is it coming up? Oregon State. Uh, Luke Heimlich is a top talent and juvenile sex offender. Mm-hmm. Right. So he was a kid, and he had sex or, or was accused of having kind of sexual relationship with like his fifteen year old. Fifteen year old. Yeah. Oh wait, and, at fifteen, his six year old niece. Oh. Right. He was fifteen. The niece was six. So it was bad. I mean. I don't know what was going down there, but yeah, yeah, you're frozen right now, aren't you? Cool. So, that so, was so a this lot kid's more than I expected. Right, to right. Be. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like she was 13 or yeah. something. So, so, and he was only 15. So, uh, and, and, and you know, we don't know what's true, what's not. But anyway, he had a charge. I think he was uh, there was some type of detainment and everything around this. Uh, so and then he goes on to go to Oregon State. Oregon State has no idea. So the kid throws like 96 miles an hour. He's one of the best pitchers in college baseball. And it, the story comes out like going into his second year of school or something. And If you do stuff as a kid, isn't that supposed to be sealed? Like, well, how did that get out? Yeah, I don't think maybe, you seal it at six. Maybe at like a, maybe a sex offender it doesn't. I don't know. It was 15, he was 15. I would yeah. think that that'd be was... kind of under... So do you want to hear this audio or not? We can we can we go can we can replay it. it if the big man calls calls him. But let's let, let, hang on, hang on. My de- so, my defense is I haven't heard this since it happened. My defense is I was in a bad mood. Okay. And Josh and you and everybody was getting on my last nerve, so I just blurted out this show. Is no, okay, but what we said was what the bet was was that I said it started because. I made a comparison to the White House, and you said, would you please not compare this stupid show to what goes on in the White And you said it was not that context. Now play the tape. Why all of a sudden he Can decided to do that? Can we turn the focus of this as to why we can't get the new opening of the I'll show? I'll fix it. You won't. And you won't. There's a million other people under me that are supposed to do jobs. Right, but but what happens when a cabinet member, when Oliver North sells arms... To, um, uh, stop comparing your stupid it. show to <laughs> the cabinet of the United States. Thank what you. Stupid show? All right, who cares? <laughs> Thank you. So you just... I Finally, I'm back in black. I want to bet. But, like, what? The co- the context is me being frustrated. You guys just keep poking at yeah, all me. Like, uh, the, stop the comparing your stupid it. show to the cabinet of the United States. Thank My you. stupid show? Thank you. You are the, the buck stops there. <laughs> really? You're the one that t- these people work for me and blah, blah, When really, at the end of the day, honestly. No, it's right. It, it makes me look stupid. It is your responsibility to make sure that that opening that we've got Anthony Munoz, we've got yes, please, Swami. Joe. My stupid show. Wow. Because he doesn't a, want the attention on him. Reco- want- I need to recover from that. Is that, is that a... <laughs> Is that an unfactual statement? <laughs> well, I'm mad at Seth for taking one. Like, uh, it, we're in, what is it? Thursday the 21st. There's barely is, any sports Did going on. Did I get on. Daniel mad at me? I'm a little upset at the comment. Daniel yeah. got serious face. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remain professional before I beat the crap out of you. Oh, and, oh. Your show is not stupid. Oh, yeah. Make up with me now. Listen, I don't care about it. I won the bet. Of all the things we say to each other, <laughs> right. that's what stuck well, out. Well, well, if you if you go over 
it really is you that says things about. I don't make disparaging comments about your daddy and your mommy. But I, you I, can. I, I don't care. I, I realize that it's available to me, <laughs> 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 but but I I don't I don't usually go that route. I, that's not my style. But uh, I don't. Yeah, I listen. All, it's nothing to be mad at. It look, was in the middle of the I argument. Really care I about, the show it, listen, stupid. it was a low blow. It was a low blow. It was a low blow. That's that. So, uh, but you know what? I mean, we're moving on to greener pastures as we go national. When we go national with the show, we're going to take this show national. I almost said it. <laughs> we're going to take this stupid, stupid show, show national. national. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny? So I went back and I and I listened to uh, uh, Levitard's show and. His show's no better than ours. What does he do that, that's any better they than ours? They goof around, too, yeah. Right. They goof around, and they get a little sports in there. But they, you know what I like about his show? It, it was interesting, because Ed Levine, the great Ed Levine, was saying to me, you know, I really didn't get Levitard's show at first, and, and, I, and I didn't like it, which was one of the reasons why we could get in this time slot, because mm-hmm. he wasn't a huge fan. But uh, he's a content guy. So, you know, I think because it's a little different, but after you listen to it for a little while, and you get bled into that are things that actually happen in your life and things that are going on in the world and you threw a, uh, throw a little sports he's actually a little like what I want to do you know I mean yeah. in, in yeah, a way Levitard's awesome yeah I he's think- uh, the most downloaded show podcast wise at ESPN wow Wow, that's great. Well, that's not going to last long once we take over. Ooh, oh, last long. But we should just call it. But you know what's really funny? Maybe there's a stroke of brilliance in Paulie's uh, bravado and and negativity. He is the Eeyore of radio here. Mm-hmm. But but with that said, um, maybe we just call it the stupid show. <laughs> Some stupid sports show. That stupid show. That stupid show. Are you guys listening to that stupid show? That show is so stupid. That stupid show with Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually very funny. I like it. Maybe we should just call it that stupid show. It wasn't show. a personal attack. Holy oh, my God. God. How much more How oh, much wait. more personal do you want? Listen. Okay, okay. So we're going to go neutral party because I think Josh is is the voice of reason on the show. But Josh knows me and knows this is- Josh is the voice of reason. Stop trying to make your case while I'm speaking. You'll have your turn. So I'm, I'm going to take this now, and I'm talking about the great K-Rock Josh and his show in the morning. Thank you. And if I said to you- well, I mean, come on, Josh. You know, it doesn't really matter. We're on this stupid show. Do you not? I mean, don't you not dedicate your, a lot of your life and uh, to this show? Yes, and, and I. First of all, Paulie has called my morning show stupid a million times, so really? I really can't. I really can't <laughs> compare it. It's terrifying. I think that I think that both of you are at fault, and this is how. Oh, I want to know how I'm at fault. I think that you. I think that you were not at fault. You were more sensitive than you normally are that morning. I could tell that there was a little. Some uh-huh. stress weighing on you. Some fem iron. So I, mean, just some stress. I didn't take my fem iron. It was no, that just time some, of the month. Just just right. some, <laughs> there was some stress. So I think. I had a little period of puffiness. Yeah, it could have been a heavy flow day. I don't know. It was flowing some Flowing. Yeah, flowing some I think you might have been a little more sensitive than normal. And I think that that was not the comment to make at that point. Paulie didn't read the room. He didn't read the room. Neither one of you got flowing Samoan, did you? I know you didn't get it. Did you get it? Flowing Samoan, no. Who's the flowing Samoan? It? Look up throwing Samoan. Uh, Do you know it? No. Jim Plunkett. Oh. Oh, you're right. Jim Plunkett, the throwing Samoan. Can you say that now? Can we still call, can we still call him the throwing Samoan? <laughs> well, he was a, a Samoan descent. He was a quarterback right. for the Oakland Raiders. I don't think it's derogatory to call him the throwing Samoan. I uh, still know in these, er- in these eras. Jerry in this- Cooney was the fighting white. 
in the great white, the great <laughs> the white great dope. White. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like uh, fighting Irish? Is that yeah. going to affect No, but I mean, that would be like uh, the pole, the pole, Polak. You know, <laughs> yeah, right? right. Like, yeah, what can you say? But, no. I mean, you're not even making a derogatory comment about Samoa. Yeah, like you're Samoa. That's what He's you are, He's a throwing right? Samoan. He was, a, you know, yeah. Like Paulie's Italian. If we call him the scrappy Italian, can we call him that? Or what are you, Irish? You're Like, you're Irish. The fighting Irish. Does that upset you? Yeah, no, fighting Irish. Uh, you know what? That They want to take that away, the symbol away from Notre Dame University. It's going to happen eventually. Well, how do you... <sighs> They're just everybody's... They did it up here. They did it with Syracuse. They're not the orange one. They're the Syracuse orange. Everybody's so sensitive. Take me calling this show stupid. Like, you got all emotional. No, no, no. no. Hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's not be ridiculous to make the comparison of what you just said. <laughs> One is a comment about the race or creed of someone else. The other insinuates a lack of mental abilities. It, 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 it is an insult to call someone stupid or a show or something that's, if I said, oh, that ugly car and I'm at the dealership that's trying to sell it. So, no, there, there's, there's clearly a difference in what we're talking about here. So the question becomes, is to say someone is an orangeman implying that the color of their skin is a different color because they're of Indian, Native American, Indian descent. Is that insulting? To them it was, yeah. I like get, the Saltine Warrior, the, the the logo, remember? Right, right. Well, listen, the uh, the Redskins, you know, I mean, the, mm -hmm. the Washington Redskins, and uh, they want them to, they have them not doing the, 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 tomahawk, chop, chop. the tomahawk chop with Braves the Braves used to now. do it, yeah. I mean, it's like... Well, but I get it. It's, they don't want you to do it. It's their right to say, hey, that's not cool. Don't do that. So what should we do? Flip casino chips now? And, and, oh, you know, and, I don't know about hey, no. that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, so what are, they, what are they known for now? I mean, this is a proud uh, um, um, race of people that use tomahawks and use different things, and, 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 and that's part of their heritage. I mean, I think that when you say... Uh, a color to dis to describe or imply about African Americans. We've now gone back to their their country as opposed to saying something that's that's considered derogatory. Um, I think the argument about calling African Americans colored was, well, aren't we all colored in some way? We're just we're just different colors. Um, Did, up in Central Square, they changed the 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 thing too. It was may, they might have been the Redskins. Now they're the Warriors, I believe. I don't know what it is, but Central Square had that problem too. Wow, where they had to change the names. Man, it's very, very interesting how offended it's people are. It's tricky times, man, and it's all because of the throwing Samoan. It's I think all... you can get away with throwing Samoan. He's Samoan. Chase Jim Plunkett is the throwing Samoan. I, all right, here we go. I will apologize. I called your show stupid. I'm sorry. I was angry. I was mad at Seth. I was mad at Josh. Yes. I was mad at... So who really was menstrual that day, I ask you? I think huh? I was a little menstrual, to be I honest. Maybe we've all we synced all, up. We all synced up. Is there something to be said about... Um, um, you know, where the moon is and where the planets are. Oh, aligned. yes. Oh, yes. Let me tell you something. You want to hear something really weird? There is something to be said about that. When we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you something that um, is really going to rock you a little bit about, uh, I think, about uh, how that um, the world aligns magnetically and so on. When I, when I give you this statistic... You're going to go, wow, that's really strange. We'll be back it. right after this. So, um, uh, stop the, the president your pays for stupid it. show to the cabinet of the United States. Some of our listeners are sports fans. And then others are sports fans. Sports fans.
So relax. You're among friends. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Mets start a weekend set with the Marlins tomorrow night. You'll hear coverage all weekend long here on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Has anybody here got an art vark? Has anybody here got an art vark? Everyone here has a right and left ear, but nobody here has an art bark. You're a dandy group. There's a can of soup. The best. There's a hula hoop. And you don't remember with a the McAllister? No. Everything's cute, but it really doesn't suit. Cause nobody here has an art bark. This show ran for what, 22 years, Josh? 1955 to 1977. And then three years in the 80s, and then they brought it back in 2016, but I don't know where I find wow. it now. He can't be alive anymore. Uh, who is that? That's Bob... Bob McAllister? Bob McAllister is... They just brought the show back. Quintessential television. Yeah, he died in 98. Yeah. I watched the show when I was a kid. I've never heard of it. What about... What, uh, I think you're right. Fingelheimer Schmidt, that song, is John McAllister. John Jacob, Jacob Schmidt. I think it's him. Maybe. Let me look here. Check it out. I'm telling you. This guy, uh, he had an The input. show was called Wonderama. Wonderama. And Jim Henson was obviously on it every once in a while because he was there with the... This is where those guys started doing all kinds of stuff. The puppets, the Sesame stuff, all came out of Wonderama. Wonderama gets credit for all of it. People who do kid shows frighten me a little bit. <laughs> they cre- I know you were making comments, derogatory comments, I of course. I didn't make was... any derogatory Excuse comments. Excuse me? Would you like me to repeat your derogatory comment about... Bob McAllister, what you thought he was doing while he was... <laughs> I didn't say anything of the sort. <gasps> you liar. Why would you lie? Do I lie, Josh? Uh, no, I, I really don't think you lie. Does Paulie lie ever? Mm. Ah! Did he just lie now? Did he not make I didn't a hear com- the comedy made, so I can't I speak oh! to it. Oh! What did I, I didn't say? Hear- that you I- want me to repeat it? No. Or something about pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're weird. Uh-huh. Get uh-huh. this. So the reason the show got canceled is because this guy, Bob McAllister, bought an advertisement in the New York Times that said, stop watching Wonderama. He bought the Times ad after he became upset when an ad for the 1972 Charles Bronson movie, The Mechanic, aired during his show. Wow. Wow. So the mechanic came out, which was uh, Bronson and Jan Michael Vincent, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, Bronson was teaching Jan Michael Vincent how to become an assassin or a mechanic, which was the mafia terminology they used to describe someone who was a killer. They had a lot um, of hosts. Our screener isn't working, but someone's on the phone. Ah, oh, let's see who it is. Hello, caller. Hello. Yes, you're on the big show. Oh, hi. How are you today? I'm good, man. How's it going? Who are you? Uh, my name is Mark. I'm from Liverpool. I love the show. You guys are doing a great job. Continue success. Thank do you have, you, do you have wanna... an aardvark, Mark? Do you have an aardvark? With, with... <laughs> Does anybody, Does anybody every... here have an aardvark? Uh, uh, compliment. I have to tell you, Jack Thompson is the throne Samoan. Jack Thompson is the throne Samoan? Before, is he before Plunkett? Um, uh, no, he, he played for the Bengals. Well, Jim Plunkett was known as the throw in Samoan. He won the Heisman Trophy in college and then went on to quarterback the Super Bowl champion uh, Oakland Raiders under Bob uh, under Al Davis ownership. So if you've got somebody that's, that's Samoan that's bigger than that, then he gets the title. Jack Thompson is the original throw in Samoan. 
Jim Plunkett. Thank you. Uh, throwing Samoan two electric boogaloo. <laughs> two point I know, I know, but I'm just saying that it, that's like saying you know if somebody hits a, a you know a home run in the minors, he's going to become Mister October over Reggie Jackson, who did it in October for the Yankees on the big stage. So you know it's hard. I I, I hear you, and thank you for your uh, for adding in and, and correcting us on the original throwing Samoan. But I got to say that winning the Super Bowl uh, it, it gives you uh, it gives you first slot. Jack Thompson is also number nineteen on the fifty worst quarterbacks in NFL. Oh, <laughs> wow! Mark, what do you have to say about that? So he had earned it, but uh, he do we lose Mark? Him. Yeah, he's gone. Mark, you just cut him off, or did he leave? Well, you said thank you for uh, yeah. for correcting him. We wow. Are you going, are you, did anyone find Fingleheimer Schmidt? No, it wasn't him. Come on! It wasn't. It was uh, he. What he, did he say? He in did thing? American Kids. It was like American no, 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 kids. no, no, no. What did he say? He said, "Is a Fingelheimer." I'll bet you have some unusual things around. Here we go. Turn it up. But I'll bet you don't have an aardvark. You want me to play it from the beginning? <laughs> no, I want to know. I want to go. What is a Fingelheimer? Yeah, go uh, Wonderama Fingelheimer. And see what comes this up. This is Bob McAllister. But do you have and to do it so it comes up on your thing? All kinds of surprises on this record. No, this is art work. Marshmallows? Yeah, but he says Fingleheimer in there. Scrambled eggs. Yeah, but look up Fingleheimer. That's Wonder a Sally Jean. Yes. And even I'm trying to tell you. Fingleheimer. Oh my God. I'm, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to be mean. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I didn't know to Google Fingleheimer. It's Wonder- the Fingleheimer stomp. Wonderama. Fingelheimer. You got it? The Fingelheimer stuff. Let's go. Oh, he's rocking. He's rocking now, man. Did he's... Hendrix do this one? <laughs> what did they take this out of? Man, this is hardcore. I can just do this all day. Maybe I'll do the morning show with Gomez, Lisa, and Wonderama. <laughs> and we could just play these tunes. Anything's better than that. Listen to the Oh! <laughs> This was probably on a 45. And the guy's holding his phone up to the yeah. speaker. Wow, you hate when I do that. You hate when I do that, don't you? It and was he, pretty exclusive to your area, though. Channel 5 in New York. Wow. So that's why you saw it on Long Island. It came from Baltimore. Hu- it was hu- Did it come out of Baltimore? Mm-hmm. So many good things come out of Baltimore, don't they? Born in Philadelphia. He was a ventriloquist on the Today Show. Wow. He did it all. He did it all. So did you... Uh, now what? I gotta look up my childhood. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> no, Mr. Rogers a, was my childhood. There is a guy, t- Tom Hatton who used to draw Popeye. What on, <laughs> on KTLA in California? He used to draw Popeye. Yeah, his show is called the uh, Family Film Festival, and he would sit and he would draw Popeye while he was playing. Other cartoons, he'd be like, and he'd come back and he'd have a Popeye drawn for you in between the cartoons he played for you. Why? How was that compelling? I don't know. I was five, and, and was, you were taking it, t- the guy was it? playing cartoons for me. I get to watch Heckle and Jekyll. Oh, and I then, love Heckle and Jekyll. And then he'd come love back Heckle. with his Popeye drawn. Heckle and Jekyll got caused big trouble in the Baldwin family, and so did the Roadrunner, because the Coyote was constantly coming up with ways to try to blow up or kill the Roadrunner. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. The coyote is trying to kill the roadrunner. So I took these things as ideas on how to kill my younger siblings. I dropped things on Stephen's head when he walked in the door, mm-hmm. like, a, like a suitcase, you know, like, mm-hmm. like something. Really An dangerous. anvil laying around the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, I, you know, I knew enough not to do something that would, but, but I mean, I definitely did things like the bucket of water with ice cubes in it 
and you know threw tied him up and threw him in the bathtub and did yeah oh man yeah we did can I ask you guys question a quick question about the Wonderama show because yeah, now you've go got me in this one right, Daniel every week they'd get parting gifts I don't know almost any of these things they're referencing from this era okay great let's go want me to go through it mm-hmm. let's go we have to na- you're just gonna name a name and we have to tell you what it is no I will tell you do you remember this item I'll ask you if you remember this item so okay. each kid like the kids would play games and if they didn't win they'd get a parting gift a Loctona toothbrush. I don't know. An what? issue of Dynamite magazine or Golden magazine. Dynamite was uh, it was kind of like a kids' mad magazine. I think like oh, it was, really? like a it highlights was, like yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite magazine. <laughs> I feel like that used to be also next to highlights in the in the um. It was in the dentist office. See, yeah, yeah. So we're getting down to six it. pack of RC cola. Oh, yes. sugar free RC cola. <laughs> Kidding me? I loved RC Cola. A Goo Goo Cluster candy bar. I remember Goo Goo Clusters. A tube of hold throat lozenges. Oh, is that you're a you're... kid and you win throat lozenges? You never know when you might need a throat lozenge. Thanks. Yeah, Dynamite was kind of a teen like heart heartthrob magazine. Yeah, Tiger Beat. Yeah, like that, but it was Dynamite. A packet of Lenders bagels. Okay, yeah, they still make those. Lenders... Harvey Comics. Yeah. Harvey Comics, we're doing that right now with Weinstein. And I guess the big thing was he'd give you Nandy Candy, but he'd pronounce it Nandy Candy. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, I'm a you, Wonder I'm a fan. You're now. a Wonder I'm a fan. You got me you? there. You oh, got me there, man. Bad. It's bad. It's a, it can grab Dude, you. the list of bands that performed on. Look at this list of bands that performed on Wonder Read them. Uh, Southside Johnny and the Ashbury Jukes, Dukes. ABBA, uh, Jerry Lewis, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. It's, it's like Chevy Court. <laughs> it's every, yeah, it's everybody, right? Uh, every person. And Jack showed up. Billy All Crystal right, was baby. there. Soupy Sales. I mean, oh my God, the show. I <coughs> love Soupy Sales. I love Soupy Sales. I got to be friends with his <laughs> sons. Oh, um, bisque and vichyssois sales. <laughs> oh no! No 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 no! Wow! No no no! Go ahead, go ahead. Bisque and <laughs> Really? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, Campbell's and Minestrone, <laughs> or Campbell's and Lipton. Do you know what the final interview with Soupy Sales before he died? Gomez. Gomez had a very good relationship with Soupy Sales for some reason. Did he? The last interview Soupy ever did was with Gomez. Wow. And it, it actually killed him then. I think it killed him. Yeah, yeah it would kill him. Bored him to death. <laughs> wow. I'll take a break and come back. We've said way too much. We have. It's shocking. Follow us on Twitter ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m., and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Right now, and we're back. Where were we? We're going to this big event. So my, my mom, who is uh, a survivor of breast cancer, double mastectomy, lymph nodes removed, uh, has uh, several events that she does here in central New York. And the, the interesting thing about what we do with the money that we raise is uh, all of it goes to researchers at uh, Upstate Medical Center. Um, and so we have a... <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> we have a nine oncologist board that takes submissions from researchers. And whatever seems to have the most promise in their opinion, we write them direct grants uh, to continue the research for one one purpose only. We want to find a cure for breast cancer right here in Central New York. 
So with that said, our big gala is coming up. And do you know who the honorees of, of like one of our biggest grants? You know who that's going to make? The great one. The great Ed Levine. Wow. The great Ed Levine and Galaxy. So, uh, and Pam, and I believe Carrie is, uh, is included in this with their work that they do here. Uh, and uh, um, unbeknownst to a lot of people, because he's not the type of guy that would toot his own horn, uh, Ed is uh, involved in a lot of charities and a lot of uh, things that help people. He and Pam have been very, very generous with their time and their money uh, here in central New York. And uh, so we're going to uh, name a grant uh, and, and honor them uh, for the work that they've done here, and that will be on Saturday, I believe. Yes. It's on Saturday. So uh, I'll emcee that. Paulie, uh, that, you know, obviously a lot of... Ed's uh, close friends are out of town because Paulie has now <laughs> yeah. made, has made the list of people that are. Paulie needs that, a date too, by the way. Well, Paulie, anybody needs out a there want to go with Paulie? Yeah, should we get a little something going on there for come down to Shaughnessy's tomorrow night? Win a dream date with Paulie? No, well, this isn't. See, this is I'm having this problem. This isn't an event you bring someone you don't know to. What do you mean that you bring a really nice girl? You, you yeah, know, you bring someone you know that you can trust. That you're, it's going to sit with my boss and be at a charity event. I can't bring someone I don't know that well. Who's going to get drunk and do something stupid? Or just or... get some body makeup and cover up the tattoos on Dog Walker Girl. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah! Shots go! Ding, 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 ding. You got nothing right now, do you? You're swallowing. See, you're, you're, just, you're just as miserable as I am. Uh, you're just a, I'm not miserable. I have throbbing Robin. You're a, you're a ball buster like the rest uh, of us, but you cry when it comes at you. Not because you pointed out something about the show. Did, did, did I hit a... Did I hit a nerve? You hit a nerve. You hit a nerve. I'm listen. I'm trying to sell the great one. I'm putting cameras in here and going national. We have to break down the walls of just Syracuse. We're a national show, and you do not help when you say things like you said. And I've got uh, your boss, your other boss, uh, calling in. So you we, said uh, something insanely stupid, and I responded <laughs> but but you should have said see but that's different if you said now that is insanely stupid what a stupid thing for you to say would have been completely different than saying that the show was stupid okay so let's see let's see so we Ooh. we we, we facetimed uh your boss alec baldwin and uh he was putting his groceries away isn't it amazing like you, you think of like you, like it's hard for people like me to grasp like what celebrities do but he's just like everybody else he was putting his groceries away. putting the damn rice aroni away what do you want <laughs> was. I, I, I facetimed him the other day and he had two of his kids crawling on him now he has and i'll let him tell you about this his two boys are exactly like us his his rafa his uh his oldest boy is alec he's tall mm -hmm. and kind of lean mm -hmm. but and then he's got the monster truck right behind him so uh, you know the big meathead, you know, and that was me. Yeah. And so he knows already that his uh, and he has mutant ninja turtle names. You oh, do, I like it. Yeah, like Raphael and Leonardo, and he has Raphael and Leonardo, or his yeah. first two. So Leo, uh, Alec looks at him all the time and calls me up. And he goes, "This kid's just like you. He just barrels into stuff and he doesn't care." I was the human cannonball. Are we gonna get the? Are we gonna get him to call, or do we have it's to your brother. start catcalling? Your well, I was talking about it. he works for him. <laughs> I don't, I don't even to... have his phone numbers. So. You don't have his phone number? Not yet. We haven't gotten wow. that close. You haven't consummated? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's beautiful. What do you think about this report? Let's, let's, we'll, we'll come back to him. Do you have that queued up, the quote? Yep, I'm all, uh, uh, I'm like all ready. Um, what do you think about this uh, communication going on now between the Celtics and the Spurs for Kawhi Leonard's services? 
that would be a hell of a team if they were going to send him somewhere where Kawhi would be an automatic impact to take them to the finals. Boy, that would be the team to go to, even yeah, more than Philly. And I they've think. got and they've got players that are ready to play as trade chips right. that the Spurs could take. You know, they're not going to get draft picks from them. They could get a couple guys that could come in and help the Spurs immediately. So, right. So yeah, it would make sense. I don't know that the Spurs are all into it, but I can't believe. And I'm starting to lean more towards what you said, Paulie, that I I think maybe LeBron's going to stay in Cleveland for one more year. He might he might have to because the other guys that he wants, and he's also I think he's starting to look at um, who's available on other teams to come join him. Oh, we have a call coming in. It's being screened right now for some reason. So. Been, it seems to be on hold. Yeah, yeah, let's make sure that it's being screened. So it's being screened. Yeah. <laughs> who's screening it? A Cody. Go All right, here we go. Hello, caller. Are you there? Uh, yes, I'm here, sir. <laughs> All right, now my brother's on the line. I'm going to play something for you that was that was said. We were we were having a discussion last week, um, and and the discussion was about. Go ahead, Paul. You want to chime in? It was about uh, we were all fighting about something, and you made a comment, and I called the show stupid. Okay, let's play, let's play the quote. I don't uh, get why all of a sudden he can decided we turn to do that. The the focus of this as to why we can't get. The new opening of the I'll show. I'll fix it. You won't. You won't. There's a million other people under me that are supposed to do jobs. Right, but but what happens when a cabinet member, when Oliver North sells arms, to, um, the, stop the president your pays for it? Stupid show to the cabinet of the United States. <laughs> there you have it. Stop comparing your stupid show to the cabinet of the United States. Should I not be offended by your employee speaking to me in this manner? Who, who, who was it that said that? Was that the mole? That was the mole. I, mean, I wonder if the mole has been kidnapped and taken. And that's a, that's a mole double that's in there. <laughs> the, real mole, the real mole never would have overstepped that boundary. He that's, never would have done that. Thank you. Thank you. I was frustrated. Yeah. The real mole knew his place. <laughs> the real I, mole knew his place. Yeah. Well, well, now the reason why I bring it up is because he's being considered for a very, very important role. Should you decide that you're going to run for the presidency, and 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 I know that's a long shot right now, but should you decide, are you concerned that he's able and uh, on a microphone in public to make these type of comments? You may need to reconsider, Alec. No, I think we want someone who has a little grain of recklessness in there to keep people on their toes. <laughs> you want to go into a press conference thinking anything's possible. Anything can happen. And in that regard, uh, Mole is uh, uh, he's at the top of the list. He's yes. When, when you compare a sports radio show to the cabinet of the United States, aren't you allowed to snap you, a little you, bit? You, you, you missed the point. The point was you need to delegate power. Here's my brother who could rule the free world at some time, delegating an important piece of power to you. And, and he's explaining why. When you can't get the proper opening, when I give you seven NFL Hall of Famers, and you can't get the minions underneath you to take care of business, the buck stops if, here. If friend. your brother had asked, I would have done it. That's right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. That's my point. Can as long as, when, as long as if I if I make a metaphor during my administration, like I make a metaphor, uh, I make some uh, comparison between something the administration is dealing with and like a hockey game, and then Bowl gets up there and says, "How dare you compare your stupid presidents?" 
<laughs> to the NHL finals. Yeah. How dare oh, you? Yeah. How dare you compare <laughs> Middle East policy to the Stanley Finals? <laughs> Thank you very then, much. Then I'll, then I'll know we may have made a grave mistake. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, fellas? You guys good? Everything good? It's raining down here. What's going on up there in the queues? It's going it's going well up here. Um, Rockin' Robin's down with the kids going to Disney World. I'm getting them signed up for camp and getting the house ready for what should be some real fun fishing and doing stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a slave laborer. That's what I do. That's what I do every day. I pay yeah, lawyers. I pay lawyers and I build, I build things around my house. When are you coming up? I'm in the... Sunny in the city, sunny in the queues, but rainy here in East Hampton right now. A lot of rain. Yeah, it's 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 rain here. When are you com- when are you coming up again? Uh, I don't quite know. I gotta, you know, we're just really getting started on our vacation here, and I'm trying to, quite frankly, to ease into a week or two of doing as little as possible. So yeah, um, take it easy, take a break. Yeah, but, but come up and come up in August. <clears throat> and uh, I'm okay, talking about uh, is this the sports show we're on? We're on the sports show, big guy. We're not going to talk about Justice Kennedy. Okay, we won't do that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about anything you want to talk about. What do you got on your mind? No, we'll save that for another show. I don't want to. I don't want to pollute the purity of your show with Justice Kennedy. Yeah, this is this is a very unpure show. I have Paulie the Mall on with me. So, uh, what? What? Where do you think LeBron James is going? L.A. For sure, he's done. Now, when you say L.A., do you include the Clippers in that? Uh, I wouldn't rule it out, but I mean, I think that, you know, a lot of guys, they like to close it out in LA. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a great, it's a great vibe there. You know, LA sports fans, I will tell you that my favorite game, I'm not, you know, a huge <clears throat> baseball fan. I'm more, I mean, I like baseball, but I like more NFL football, but the, uh, to go to the Dodger game, to go to Dodger Stadium, you know, because of that weather there, and everything, it's just heaven. You know, the stadium's great. And as everybody knows, the drive there to Chavez, to the old Chavez Ravine there for the game is a is a pain. It's a really torturous uh, drive. You really bottleneck into that area to go. But once you get there, it's the greatest vibe there, you know. And uh, the Laker game is a great game. You know, New York sports is uh, uh a little, uh, I don't know how to describe it. You know, I've, I've seen some pretty tough things go on and fights and kind of like a lot of general nastiness at the Yankee game and the football games and stuff. But uh, the Laker crowd and the Dodger crowd is just great. I'm sorry they don't have a real, uh, what, what, where's the football team now? Oakland is where, the, the Raiders are in LA, but they're playing where? Raiders are going to Las Vegas next year. Uh, but you now have the Rams, the Rams and the and, and the Sandy, Chargers. And the Chargers are both in LA now. But where are they going to play in LA? One plays at uh, <coughs> the Coliseum, the Coliseum, and the other one plays at some little soccer stadium yeah. in Pasadena, too. So yeah, no, they play um, at the Rose Bowl, right? Yeah, one plays at the Rose Bowl, and the other one, the Chargers one, one play at like a soccer stadium. I don't know why they just don't stay at the Rose Bowl. I guess it obviously conflicts with the college season, but. It's like I, I uh, not really because uh, they play on Sunday. No, I know, but I don't know if they have time to get the field ready. Oh, that's uh, true. Time. So the point is that uh, I can't believe anybody's. Uh, did they renovate the Coliseum? I mean, I haven't been in L.A. living in L.A. for quite a while now, for about six or seven years. But uh, uh, did they? 
Did they renovate the Coliseum at all? That was falling down. No, they still have trap doors that lions come out to <laughs> the game and attack you. They're, yeah. they're, they're actually building a stadium for both of the football teams that they're going to share like the Giants and Jets do. So Listen, listen, listen. Who cares? The Raiders are going to play in Vegas. Can you imagine what that's going to be like? That's going to be wow. unbelievable. I mean, that that, yeah. that 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 makes the audience, and it had long been um, that because they were afraid that it would affect them gambling-wise, that you could now get to a player and make a bet. Listen, here's a great a great thing. Everyone's talking about where LeBron is. What are the odds right now, Paulie? Pull the odds up on LeBron James going to what teams? Because this was my idea I wanted to tell you about. So if you're one of LeBron's boys and you have that kind of cabbage, you have the money to do it, and you go ahead and you bet LeBron James is going to the Knicks at 75-1 to 1 and put $20 million on it? <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. I mean, he could go to Vegas right now and have a friend bet for him, and he could get some astronomical odds to go to the Spurs or wherever he's going to go. I mean, take the seventh team down the list. What are the odds? Lakers are minus 250, so right. they're, they're the so leader. The favorite. Sixers are second with plus 350. Right. Cleveland, 425. Knicks at plus seven fifty, Spurs at plus nine hundred. Okay, and the rest so, of the fields at plus seven fifty. Plus seven fifty. So that's you win seven hundred and fifty for every hundred you bet. Yeah, perfect. So go bet forty million dollars that he goes to the Knicks. <laughs> he's never, never going to go to the Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks can't win. The Knicks have got a lot of problems. The Knicks are like the Mets. They're, they're, they're just the Mets and the Jets. There's a front office problem with these companies. It trickles down to their coaching. It trickles down to their players where they're just, I'm not going to say they're cursed because that's a mean-spirited thing to say, but, man, no one breaks your hearts like the Jets and the Mets do. You know, they just they, they got the talent. They just can't put it together. It's a management problem. Yeah, so for whoever, sure. Or the, the Mets should be sold to somebody that wants to be in the baseball business and not just own that for the ego thrill of it. You know, these guys, it's like a trophy. The Jets should be sold to somebody who wants to be in the football business and win. But the same is true with the Knicks. The Knicks should be sold to a group that wants to play to win. But those three teams, they do not. Their management does not want to win, nor do they know how to win. Well, well, the coaching. I'm not talking about the players and the coaches. I'm talking about the owners. Right, right. Well, but but remember, there's a great lesson to be learned, and it was learned um, by me through Vinny Testaverde, who went to Hugh Culverhouse's office. When he got out of the University of Miami, he won the Heisman Trophy. He went to a team that was had one win the season before, or whatever it was. And the next two years in a row, they won like two or three games, and that was it. Now, Testaverde was getting 2.4 seconds to throw the ball. The NFL average on a seven-step dropback was 4.9 seconds or some nonsense. And he said, he asked for a private meeting with Culverhouse, and he said to him, you know, if you're not going to draft the linemen and draft the other parts and pay to have a better team, they're saying that I'm terrible and that I'm not a good quarterback, and that's not true. I don't have the pieces around me. And he had the cigar in his mouth like you were watching the movie The Natural. And he said, Vinny, we're the only act in town. The stadium is full every Sunday. When they stop coming, then i got to spend more money to bring people here. Right now, I don't need to spend any more money to bring the people here. I sell the stadium out every game. And he walked out of the office knowing he's never going to win in Tampa Bay because it is a business. Why would he spend more money? So really what you need to do is find ownership that wants to win a title. That's the difference because they're going to fill the Boston Garden. They're going to fill Madison Square Garden even with 500 teams. But do you want to win a title? That's the difference. 
I just I just think that I mean, in my lifetime, you, you just there's a spirit behind a team that wants to win. There's a there's a momentum. There's a I really do believe in the any given Sunday idea that there's very few teams that don't have a chance on paper. There might be in the whole league there might be four teams that enter the season, and they're just you know it would be it would take a miracle for them to get into the playoffs. But most other teams. If they're motivated and, they're, and everything's – remember, I went to go to the, the, the Knicks camp years ago, and I was going to do a movie where they wanted me to play an, an NBA coach. So the director, producer, Robert Greenwald, took me to go have lunch with Riley, and we watched them play uh, at the camp. And uh, this is back in the 90s. This is like 25 years ago. And uh, I said to, to Pat Riley, how do you describe your job? He said, these men have been playing this game at the championship level. They've been the greatest players at their level since they were eight years old. He says, and now they're here in the pros. They dominated as juniors. They dominated in high school, college. They've been champions their whole lives. He goes, I've got to get them to go out there and care one more time. They got all this money. They've made the big time. They're rich beyond belief. How do I make them care and go out there and lay it all on the line one more time? Because that's my job is to motivate them. You motivate these people on any team, in any league, and anything's possible. These guys are all gifted athletes. You don't get into the pros without any talent, and that's almost unheard of. Some are more talented than others. There's a spirit to it. And like you said, teams that are gaming it for money, they're gaming the value of it as an asset so they can dump it later on in five or ten years, that's a whole other thing. But the the uh, uh, in my lifetime, the Jets and the Mets and the Knicks, they just don't they don't get it. The, the owners don't get it. So they're very very uh, uh, they're they're not right minded. These owners at all. Anyway, I got to split. I'm, I, I came up with an idea. Next time I call, I'm gonna have my friend call you. <laughs> my friend, uh, uh, my friend, uh, my friend Greg. Greg, He's oh yeah. Been uh, he was in a time capsule. He was in a coma. He's been in a coma for 30. He's been in a coma for 40 years. He's been in a coma since the 70s. Oh, we're going to have Greg on as a special guest when you're ready for it. I'll call you, I'll call you after the show. He doesn't know anything that's going on in sports. So all his sports references are dated. <laughs> he, he, wants to know, he wants to know who you like in the Ollie Norton fight. <laughs> all right, perfect. We're going to interview. And that's, well, is, that, is, that Greg, is that Greg Tully? Oh, I'm not going to say it. He's going to use his last name. His name is Greg. He's from the Nassau Shores. Okay, perfect, perfect. Right. We're, we're going to go to break. I'll call you back in a minute, Zan. No, no, i got to go. I'll call you tomorrow. All yeah. right, love you. Bye. That's the end of the show. That's the end of the show? Yeah, have a good one, guys.